Monday. 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 Open wide, dev fans. Get ready to stuff your face with JavaScript, CSS, Node modules, barbecue tips, Git workflows, breakdancing, soft skills, web development, the hastiest, the craziest, the tastiest web development treats. Coming in hot, here is Wes, Barracuda, Boss, and Scott, El Toro Loco, Tolinsky. Welcome to Syntax. In this Monday Hasty Treat, we're going to be talking about community building online, some of the different software techniques and things you can do to either get started with a web community or join one, potentially join one of the two that you're going to be hearing about in this episode. Uh, And we are going to be talking a lot about the pluses and minuses here, little things to consider when thinking about community on the web. Now, my name is Scott Talinsky. I'm a full stack developer from Denver, Colorado. And with me, as always, is Wes Boss. Hey, I'm excited to talk about this because I don't feel like there's any like perfect solution out there yet. And uh, there's lots of options out there and they all have their, as you said, pluses and minuses. But I don't think there's a silver bullet out there yet. And I'm I'm really hoping GitHub comes out with something pretty soon. So we'll, t- we'll talk about that. Ooh, yeah. You know what? I have uh, personally... Well, okay. Well, we'll share my opinion. I'll, I'll wait to share some of my opinions All in right. that regard. Uh, but this episode is sponsored by one of our favorite sponsors over here. They're all our favorite sponsors. Let's be real. And this is Sentry at Sentry.io. Now, Sentry is the perfect place to track and store and log and categorize and make sure that you've solved every single bug that's ever happened on your website. Because let's face it, you're going to solve bugs. And the last thing you want is for your community members to start harassing you about those bugs there your people in your community are going to say hey there, there's some bugs here what are you doing you're missing this bug you're missing this bug whatever so before that happens you're going to want to make sure that you have access to all sorts of really excellent logs and categorizing tools so that you can keep track of every single bug mark it as fixed before your users even notice it which is really the goal of solving bugs so if you want to try out sentry at sentry.io it works with every single platform that you could possibly use let me tell you you'll get two months for free if you use the coupon code tasty treat all lowercase all one word uh thank you so much for century for sponsoring all right well let's get into it maybe we should start real quick with uh where we're at right now uh, my community is on slack and i've been on there for i don't know maybe four four and a half years now and there's something like thirty thousand people in there and i i feel the aches and pains of the slack yeah. because it's okay, but there's like we said, there's there's a lot of downsides to it, and uh, I'm I've been like looking for something better, and I was excited to hear that you recently switched to Discord. Yeah, yeah. It was, Tell us about it was, that. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, uh, I I I ruined the lead there. <laughs> no, no, I prefer a nice little lead in. You know, it, it's funny because we had a a tweet come in, and it was sort of like, "Hey, I'm trying to sign up for your Slack room." But it's saying that you're all out of invites. And I was just like, this is so annoying. Uh, The invite process to Slack. Why can't they just add a form to allow anybody to sign up to your room that is good for more than just a month or something? Because the real answer is, is because Slack's not good for open communities, right? It's more like team closed community focused. and, And that's really who their their audience is. And so 
I really was feeling the pains of not using Slack what it was for what it was essentially made and, and used for. And so I asked around and a lot of people were telling me Discord, Discord, Discord. Yeah. And uh, I, I heard so many glowing endorsements from a lot of people I trust. Uh, honestly, I would name them all, but there is too many to name uh, just about every person that I, I, you know, really look for good advice from was telling me that Discord is the way to go. So uh, I did a basically a scorched earth and I just said, screw it, let's move it. Let's move the community. I'm tired of it. Uh, you know, I, I knew the, the the people who were using the Slack channel. I did a nice little poll on mine and uh, people said that they wanted to wanted to move. And I, I, I took the shot and now we're on Discord. And let me tell you, 24 hours later, I'm, I'm really loving it. So uh, we'll get into the plus and minuses a little bit, but I'm on Discord right now. We'll have the links to uh, both of our communities. I don't know. Is yours open? You have to purchase from your course? No, mine. So mine is only it's invite only and it's only for people who have purchased a course. And I so I I um have hired someone. Shout out to AJ. He sort of holds down the fort in the Slack channel and helps people with whatever issues they have. Nice. But like it would be like out of control if I were to let even the free like my JavaScript 30 has over 300,000 people have sign up for that. So like th- it would it would be too much to support uh, to give away support for that. Um, and it would also just take away from the people who have paid for a course. So I'm currently only having but I, I guess like uh, the other side I should say is that like also the community helps each other a lot. Like it's not just me and AJ. It's it's primarily uh, the community members uh, helping each other out because everybody's at a different point. So I guess that that would help there as well. But currently it's just a, a private only in Slack. We should also say that Discord is kind of like Slack, but it's it was initially started with what, like gaming and it's just faster and free. Yeah. And how does it work? Do you like do you host your own server? Like I often see like no. a lot of YouTubers now say that, oh, I have my own Discord server now. That just means that you have a like a room. Like so a channel. Yeah. Yeah. So unlike Slack, where you have a new account for every single team you sign up for, which honestly is one of the worst things about yeah. Slack, right? It's just a billion accounts. You do the magic link thing and it's like, here's all your different logins. You're like, thanks. Yeah, okay. I have like 40. Yeah. Right. Every conference I've ever been to. Yeah, it's annoying. So this you maintain one account and then you can sign up for as many different channels. I guess they're rooms. I don't know what they're called. Ser- I guess they're just called servers, right? You sign up for as many servers as you you want. So I'm in a, in a few different servers. Right now, like I'm in the official view one, I'm in the official Svelte one, um, I'm in one for React people, I'm in one to watch hockey games. <laughs> so I'm in a, <laughs> a few different ones. And uh, yeah, so in, in those regards, it's a little bit different, but it, it feels very much like they took Slack and they were like, all right, what does Slack do well? And what does Slack do badly for, you know, larger open communities rather than closed teams, right? So Mm -hmm. I guess let's get into it with like some of the first topics here that or the first categories, right? For building communities, you largely have a few different options, right? You have these chat options, which are largely the two big ones would be Slack and Discord or the the, really the two biggest chat ones. Obviously, there's IRC, um, which has been around for ages and ages, but I don't know who's really 
actively joining a lot of IRC rooms anymore no. at, at the moment, right? They've sort of been superseded by these new fancier chat applications. I was on a and bunch of IRC channels oh, so back in the day, and I had so to run many. a bouncer, which would keep you logged in. Like if you wanted, if you as yeah. soon as you close yeah. your laptop, you'd be logged out and you wouldn't be able to see the like chat history from before. So yeah, IRC is is cool, but that ship has sailed. Yeah, what what service did you use to to use IRC? Like, did you use an app or? Yeah, I used uh, an app called Linkinus. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was, it was pretty cool. And then I ran my own bouncer on like a digital ocean server. Interesting. Which was fun. And, and like, I, that's, I initially got into like writing bots in JavaScript for IRC. That was really fun to do. I learned a lot about APIs doing that. There's so many cool things about IRC. It also led into my first encounter with community members who are rude to you <laughs> when you're learning for I was like first learning Django and I was like hey what what's up with this uh this uh docu I followed the official getting started documentation and like step two just flat out doesn't work and they're like oh yeah it's out of date I'm like okay well that's that's good for getting started you know <laughs> it's a good 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 point good you know status for that for me trying to learn this thing so uh they were not very nice to me Let's go ahead and talk about the next one, though, which is a forum based. Obviously, we're going to get into the pros and cons in these a little bit more in depthly, uh, but forum based would be more indexable, right? They're findable by Google. They're better to be searched. They're maybe slower communication. It's not as rapid fire. Chat's just sort of rapid fire, real time communication. And the big option there right now is really discourse because discourse is sort of the new take on forums. Oh, I should also say there's another big sort of big option there is Spectrum. Um, I'm not particularly a huge fan of Spectrum, but obviously nothing against them. I just don't think it's right for the type of community that I'm trying to build. There's also old school type of forums like BB Forum, whatever stuff, which in 2020, I don't know. And then things like Facebook groups. Okay, let's talk about the pros and cons of Slack and Discord in the chat options. Because as we mentioned, the forum base, they're indexable, they're searchable, whatever. And then chat options are faster real time, but they're not indexable. But in depth with Slack and Discord, in my mind, the pros of Slack are just that it's an excellent product. It's well-made. It has a lot of features. The chat features, the stuff there is really super good. The embeds, all that stuff is really good. The cons would be Cons would be for me something that a lot of people of would see as a pro. Yeah, threads. Oh, I hate threads. Me like, too. I hate threads so much. I'm glad you said that. It's they're the fastest so way to lose track of anything. The UI is all like I can if I'm in one thread, great. And I like the I guess the the flip side to not using threads also sucks because if you have two conversations going on at once, it's just jumbled. But yeah, like the yeah. UI sucks for threads and you get lost. And if there's a thread from like two days ago, there's no way I'll see it. I realize there's a button on Slack, but I never go back and check it. I have the hardest time finding like when I have a little number that says, oh, you missed a message. I have the hardest time finding where that message is that I'm missing. I don't know if it's just me. I'm missing something in the interface. But either way, yeah, threads are not a feature for me. Like people say, yeah, but Discord doesn't have threads. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, and then the last, you know, the other con for me is really the signup is a giant pain in the butt. It, it is just couldn't be any any more obtuse with the amount of logins you need to have. Um, yeah. How impossible it would be to have any sort of open signup. Yes, I get that there's things like Slack and you can throw that up on a site now. But yeah, that's that's largely it for me. 
man, managing a Slack, well, I have like, what, 30, 35,000 people on my Slack and managing that thing is hard because like the UI freezes because there's 35,000 people in it. And there's like these people that like got the invite, but then like never activated it. But then six months later, try to activate it. They get into this weird like state where I can't, like, like you look for the invite and it's not there, but then you try to invite them and it's like this person has already been invited. And <laughs> yeah, like there's just like all these bugs uh, around managing people. And I it's I think that's just because it's that's not what it's for, right? Um yeah. it's meant to be for companies of hundreds of people, not not thousands. But yeah, it's it's frustrating. But the actual like community, I really like Slack because it's uh, you get that immediate immediacy people have it open that's that's one thing is i don't want to move to something else where people don't have the app open yeah, like if it's just like yeah. custom thing people will like go to it when they're doing the, t- the tutorial but then they'll close it down and if i want to be able to to access people who've taken a specific course or or send a message to somebody who had a problem and it's it's a two days later or something like that or sometimes i'll get an email and i'll say oh i could I'll, let me check if they're on slack and the good thing about slack is that people are on it and people have it open, right? And you're able to to get in there really quickly. Yeah, that is a, a one of the actually it's one of the big things that I noticed when uh, I was doing pros and cons. People would say, "Well, I already have Slack open for all of my team, so I'm going to yeah. say Slack. That's going to be the one that I think we should stick on." And that definitely is a thing. But to me, like, is that a good reason to stick on something that is inferior? Maybe, sure. I don't know. I have. I think since joined enough discord communities in the past few months that I feel like I have discord open as much as Slack now, because I use it for enough of different, uh, different communities and different, you know, ways of, of, of chatting that to me, it's, it's become sort of that same sort of system. So mm-hmm. I understand it's not the same for everybody. And a lot of people haven't used discord before are going to feel really kind of weird with it. And you don't want to alienate anyone in your community. I, I didn't, you know, it seems like I made that, that jump pretty rashly, but to be honest, it's something I've been contemplating for a really, really, really long time. So uh, the next one, like we said, is Discord. There's open signups. You can have private rooms. The permission system is infinitely better. You can set varying different levels of roles and permissions to give people different access and whatever. Uh, I found there's some really cool stuff where you can stream within Discord. So you can stream yourself type, you know, doing VS Code, live coding stuff within Discord itself. That to me is all very exciting. Like that, where's Slack on that one? Sure, they have video chat, but it's not really made for broadcasting kind of stuff. Uh, there's also a lot of like just sort of general next gen Slack features. It's like they took a lot of the ideas that you have in Slack and up them up a little bit like your channels, right? Your channels are now organized into different groupings and it seems way more organized in the per level permissions for each channel it just seems a little bit more well thought out. It, it does seem like they took the ideas specifically, ripped it off, and then were like, all right, what can we do to make this maybe a little bit more fun and a little bit more open? Uh, some of the cons would be that less people have it, maybe, I guess. But that was something we talked about with Slack. But nowadays, it is becoming more and more popular. Uh, it is maybe a little bit more busy in the interface. I don't know if it really is. It looks nice. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I don't like is that by default, well, I, I simultaneously like and don't like this. By, by default, you're you're subscribed to all of the channels. So when I create a level up tutorials one, you are automatically subscribed to fitness and gaming and music and sports and parenting and whatever. 
And it's not like you have to go hunt those out. So it's good that you don't have to go hunt and find them to know that they even exist. But it's sort of annoying if you aren't really interested in getting updates to some of those and you are seeing them. What about pricing? So um, one thing with Slack is that it's a they they charge you based on active people. So I'm just looking at my stats now. There's 42,000 people in mine, but only 1,800 of those are active. Right in the last week, only 1,800 people have actually used the mm-hmm. used the chat room. The, those other people are just they took a course and they haven't haven't jumped back into it just for for whatever reason. So even at that though, that's sixteen thousand dollars a month if if I were to pay for it. Wow. So like, what about Discord? Yeah. So there's this really interesting, um, in my mind, it's like a community focused pricing. So sure, you can you can pay a a bunch and and unlock extra features, but that's really what it is. It's just extra features for the server. So I don't know. I haven't spent enough time with this to really know how searching far back goes, but it doesn't look like any of these extra features are really based around how many messages are saved. So I still need to figure out like in Slack is all about how many messages and back in history you have and things like yeah. that and those extra little things. But this, there's like different levels to your server. Level one perks include an additional 50 server emojis, uh, 120, <laughs> uh, 128 KBS audio, audio quality, an animated server icon, custom server invite background, 72060 FPS go live streams. And then there's a level two and a level three. And the cool thing is, is that members of your community who are subscribing to Discord already can gift your server what are called, uh, what are these called? Boosts? They can gift your server boosts and it will boost your server adding to these features. So for instance, I had two really amazing community members give my server two boosts already and it opened up the level one perks for me and a level up tutorials hasn't paid anything for that. Now we are going to be boosting the server ourselves just to open up some of these features for everybody. Uh, but it seems like a really interesting pay model. Yeah, it's hundred bucks a year and it doesn't seem like it's limited by how many people are on it, right? I'm not paying anything for it. Oh, you mean for level? I'm looking like if you want everything. Everything. The the most know. you could spend is a hundred bucks a year. Sure. Or 10 bucks a month. That's amazing. Like, that's great. Yeah. Like you could do that. I'm still diving in. And and to be entirely honest, I'm still very much of a, a noob of this thing. But in my time on it, managing this already, I'm just really, really into it. I'm very excited about it. So cool. We have a syntax room there, too. If you want to jump on and talk about syntax, there is a syntax room within the Level Up Discord. I will share that in the show notes. All right, let's talk about forum-based ones because these are really interesting options. And a lot of people ask me about why didn't you go with a, a forum-based solution they're searchable, they're indexable, all that stuff that you'd want yeah. uh, within maybe some things. And this is a, maybe a tougher one uh, because I just don't, I feel like a forum based situation is more difficult to moderate. That stuff is there. People will start a new thread when they don't need to. A chat is just so communicative or whatever. There's less work that I have to do to assign somebody to moderate it. Yeah, there's a lot of work in moderating a forum. And also you, you don't get that immediacy. Every time I'm put with a form, I'm just like, uh, should I really post this or should I just scrap it? You know, like, is this worthy of posting? And that's what, that's what spectrum I think was trying to solve. The fact that tech forums and tech chat both are missing something because I do get back messages on my Slack. Don't ask me how I got that, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) you like it sucks. It's not like Google searchable. And I would love to have those things show up in, in Google results because like 
who wouldn't want the search engine juice of 40,000 people posting yes, right, answers right. and things like that, right? And Spectrum was it was kind of doing that. So they were like kind of forum meets chat and they were working really hard at that. And it looks, or it doesn't look, it happened. GitHub bought them and it seems like uh, the development has sort of stopped. And yeah. I've asked the developers behind it. I'm like, what are you doing at GitHub? Because I so badly need the perfect solution to my problem. And they said, we can't tell you. So <laughs> I bet, I bet yeah, GitHub yeah. is working on the holy grail of chat meets GitHub issues meets forum software. I hope so. Let me tell you, though, I really hope nothing against anybody who worked on Spectrum because it's an excellent product for what it does. But I really do not want to have a Spectrum for a community. I just don't like it. Like. Again, nothing against anybody. It's just not for me. The notifications are a total mess. I get a gazillion yeah. emails from Spectrum. No matter how many times I told them, I don't want you to send me an email. I will still get an email from Spectrum. I had to put them on my spam list because it's just like there's. it was totally impossible to, to end the spam coming from Spectrum. And also, I just didn't find it very navigatable. It's really hard to find yeah. anything. There's sort of the general chat. I just found it very difficult to parse and find it. Whatever. It feels too impersonable. Impersonal. Impersonal? Yes. <laughs> feels too impersonal while not necessarily like there's the less immediacy that you yeah. get from a, a forum. But at the same time, none of the, I don't know. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. So here, case in point, I very heavily use Next and Apollo on Slack. I was in there all the time, chatting people, mm -hmm. meeting people. And how many times have I posted to Next and Apollo since they moved to Spectrum? Never. I don't Lots know why, but it's just yeah. it's just something's missing there. And I'm, yeah. I'm not there. And maybe it's because I don't have the chat open or maybe it's because I feel like there's nobody here right now that will actually be able to help me. So maybe I'll just post it on Twitter instead. It doesn't feel like a community. It feels like, hey, this is like a crappier GitHub issue where it's not tied to actual code. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just my thoughts. Again, nothing against this is an excellent product, but it's just not for me. Uh, and there's also like the old school forums option, which, you know, all that that software is probably pretty jank at this point. You'd have to imagine it's an easy way to get hacked. There's probably like a billion people looking to exploit that. Yeah, there's some I don't know. I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's it's still actively being developed and I'm sure any Which security one? issues. Well, like I think probably the one that you're talking about is like what PHP BB or V Bulletin. Yeah, PHP BB is still actively being developed because their website does not look like it. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I'm so sorry, PHP BB. Oh no, it does look like yeah, there's there's some nice ones in there's okay, node uh, BB that's I'm sorry, that's PHP being BB. developed. But like, again, the, the reasons why we don't want to form is because of it doesn't have that immediacy that mm -hmm. chat does. Yeah. So, again, I'm, I guess they're still actively being developed. I take back what I say. I'm still not going to use it. Yeah. Next thing is the Facebook groups, which, you know, Facebook groups can get absolutely massive. There are some hugely massive Facebook groups. I'm not going to use it because they're exclusive to Facebook users. And in my experience, Facebook is becoming a bit of a ghost town and just there, there are large groups, but it, it is, it's not inclusive enough for me, right? You got to have yeah. a Facebook to get in there. And yeah, that, that comes with a lot of stuff. It's Facebook. You just have to say that I'm part of a couple, like there's really good WordPress groups on there. I'm part of a couple for um, LTE 
modems and things like that. And anytime you have a very obscure question about this very obscure modem, somebody will answer you within 20 minutes. And it's amazing because like that, the immediacy is there and you can see like the actual people behind it. But after, I don't know, after three or four replies, everything gets lost because mm. you're just in these tiny little replies. Um, there's no formatting for code or anything like that. And it's not indexable on Google, which sucks. So like it's effectively gone. So that's the benefit. Yeah, that's yeah. the benefit of a forum, right? Plus, like, I don't want to put my stuff on Facebook. Like, the last thing I want to do is be spending any more time on Facebook than I have to. So, yeah, I sort of mourn when these amazing groups are Facebook groups because of how much amazing information. Like, if you if you think about, like, if you search for something about, like, a car or anything like that, you'll f- often find posts from, like, a forum from 15 years ago with some photo bucket images, yeah. by the way, yeah. which got yeah. fixed. Yeah. Um, and I was like, how amazing is that this has been preserved? Totally. Like, you think Facebook is going to preserve the post I made last week about a modem? No way. That's that's effectively thrown in the garbage. And and w- will anybody be able to find it, too? Yeah, yeah. not no. even in the spirit of the Internet. So, yeah, Facebook groups huh. suck. Yeah, that it is a bit. That is the thing that you don't think about a ton is really just that those Google juice that comes from that stuff. It really really can help. Uh, another option there is Reddit. Reddit is a good option um, mm-hmm. because you get the forum type thing. There is really good indexing, uh, but Reddit is, can become a bit of a toxic hellhole. Um, so yeah, that's a whole thing too. Yeah. I spend, I spend a decent amount of time on Reddit, at least in um, uh, certain Reddits that are moderated. Well, for instance, Sean Swix. Swix. Yeah. He moderates the React JS one, and he does a great job. And therefore, because he does a great job, and because he set up that community to be so nice, it feels different than a lot of other Reddit communities can sometimes feel, where everybody just flames each other until infinity. Yeah, I I think if you create your own community on Reddit, you're not necessarily going to be inviting in the angry people. Yes. you can certainly just boot them. It's all about moderation. Yeah, I nabbed the the ROS boss which uh, you should probably grab our level up tuts just in case someone were to grab it. And like, I've been thinking like that. I kind of like Reddit. Like I often find myself searching for something and I'll just append Reddit on the end. Oh, likewise. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean that appending it? And by appending it, it means like, give me real true people's insights, right? Like don't give me some like form software where it's like just a reply from, the people who own it saying like, please contact us or something like that. Like real people are, are on Reddit. So I don't know. I'm definitely still considering do it using a Reddit, but I don't think that it is. It is it though. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, and the chat on Reddit sucks. I don't know anybody who's using that, but yeah, because they, it exists, but it's not very good. The chat sucks. Yeah. It's funny. Like I think like discord is the chat of Reddit. Like, I think like Reddit probably missed a huge <laughs> yeah. opportunity there yeah. where like they could have been the red or maybe they would even buy them at some point, you know? Yeah. Right. If Yeah. Right. That would have been the perfect, I think, connection there. Cause that's where I've mostly heard about discord more than anywhere else is feel Reddit. I think. Yeah. It's, it's funny how people have to go off of Reddit to get more immediacy. Yeah. Right. Which is like Reddit. If you you, you refresh the, the new incoming post, there's always something new. That's pretty immediate. But yeah, it's it's not quite at that level of immediacy that you, you get from something like this. 
So yeah, very interesting. I think there's some other options too that you could consider communities such as like a comment systems in anything like YouTube comment systems and YouTube could largely be seen as a community, but it's largely sort of like a one-way community. Somebody's like yelling at you via video and then everybody else is just sort of chatting at the bottom and flaming each other and being awful. And that doesn't really feel like a community to me. I think that some people would say that is, and maybe the people who are excellent at tending in video in that kind of way could do it really well. But as somebody who's spent a lot of time on YouTube, I just don't, I don't see that as necessarily being a community. That seems like a a dictator and a bunch of underlings or something. Yeah. One more thing I should say is one kind of thing I'm working on right now is notes, like community source notes for each video. So like often, sometimes there'll be like a little mistake in the video and someone will jump into the chat and there'll be like three people immediate being like, oh, the fix is this. And then I have to go Mm -hmm. back and update the video. But like, like what if the notes were immediately underneath the video that said like, oh, if you accidentally type this or this is wrong or just like little things that you get tripped up in a video, uh, there's notes immediately below it. So that's something that's almost on. I'm really excited about it because like also I'm I often watch stuff or like a YouTube video and I'll hit a bump and then I'll just go in the comments and write what the solution yep. was, right? Like that's the first thing you go for. So like it would be cool to have community notes as well. And so they're like markdown based. They'll be on GitHub so people can edit them if they want to add something themselves. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and we uh, we added comments to level up tutorials for pros and it should be, it's the a, a thing I wrestle with, whether or not those should be available to everybody. But again, that's what we largely do is if community source notes, if people notice yeah. something that they ran into a bug with a version, and then we added the ability to pin the comments. I mean, it's our own comment system, largely written by uh, Eric Sartorius and our, our team. And because of that, we can add any feature we want to it. We want to add pinning. Okay. Pinning's in. There it is. You can pin one, <laughs> you know, That's so great. Uh, it gives you that sort of freedom. But again, it, it's a little bit more of a, a slog to get it going. So that said, uh, I'm on Discord currently. I don't I was on Slack forever and ever and ever. And so I don't intend on seeing the community move at any given point in the near future here. So don't feel like I'm going to be moving it. If you want to check uh, chat about uh, syntax episodes, we have all sorts of stuff on here. Um, this is sorry, a general little advertisement for my Slack community. But we have like code help, CSS, JavaScript, React, Meteor, whatever, uh, design help, design inspiration, musicians, parenting, sports, gaming, fitness, all that fun stuff. So if that sounds like you, we'll have a link in the descriptions. I just wanted to chat a little bit about these communities. My head's definitely been in this space majorly. Cool. All right. I think that's it. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you on Wednesday. Peace. Peace. Head on over to Syntax.fm for a full archive of all of our shows. And don't forget to subscribe in your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show.